0: A gracious and kind and loving Father, Lord, we honor and thank you, O God, for this opportunity that we may come to you, O Lord, humble as I know how, O God, with the word, O Lord, that you have given me that that I may speak to your people. God, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable unto you, O God, because you are our rock and our redeemer. Now, God, I'm asking that you will place our anthem on the decrease, that you may increase in me, and that through me or in spite of me, that your word shall move forward. It's in Jesus' name we pray, and my soul says amen and amen. Hallelujah, it is good and right, precious and pleasing that we may be in the service of the Lord. And I am just grateful to be sitting here today on this Pentecost Sunday to speak to the waiting congregation. I say to all of you this morning, God bless each and every one of you. My partner in ministry, my partner in life, as he sits beside me this morning. And of course, I have to give him a hard time about the name calling stuff. <laughs> And we'll have some conversation about that later. As they say, off camera, bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Well, today, as we have already heard and have discussed a little bit, today is a very special day in the life of the church. Oh, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, You know, most of us call this Pentecost Sunday, for really it is the celebration of the birthday of the New Testament church. It is the day, the actual day that the New Testament church came into being. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. This this was the, the first time that the first converts to Christianity. Uh, this is when this was the first time that this happened, where the people came into the Christian faith. Uh, at Pentecost and I'm grateful this morning Pastor Keith because uh, our great physician, the Gentile physician Luke who also wrote the book of Luke writes in his sequel which is the book of Acts, he writes about the accounts of the apostles on that day I'm so glad, I'm so glad that, that Dr. Luke captured what was happening in that moment, it was an exciting time and I hope you all will will share in that excitement uh, that Luke writes about. And and maybe some of you are scratching your head this morning and wondering why uh, it it matters. Why are we making such a big deal out of this day? What really is the significance of Pentecost Sunday? Well, uh, Pentecost is significant because what it the disc. This morning. And and, and Penta comes from the word 50. Amen. And, And so this takes place 50 days after Passover, or in our culture, the way we may understand it better is that it always follows Easter. Amen, amen, amen. So, so, so the Bible shows us. Uh, this is, the Bible shows us in Acts that they were all together in one place. Uh, uh, not like the church of today, right now, um, in the midst of our pandemic, um, we are scattered. Uh, we are in our own rightful homes uh, during this time, uh, uh, as, as 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 Minister King likes to remind us. Um, the church is enclosed. We're just being deployed. Hallelujah. Somebody need to remember that. Uh-huh. The, the, this spirit, this coming of the Holy Spirit, it was signified by a physical phenomenon. Uh-huh. The, the New Living Translation from Acts 2 and 2 says that there was a sound From heaven like the roaring of a mighty windstorm, and it filled the house where they were sitting. Can you just imagine sitting in a place, sitting in your church, sitting around other people, and all of a sudden, this really loud sound that sounds like it's coming from heaven invades the space, and Actually takes over the space um, and does what it came to do. And, and as a result of the Spirit coming down, Jesus going up, the Spirit falls on the people and they began to act. Somewhat unusual. I'm not talking about a strange kind of unusual. I'm talking about a God kind of unusual. They they spoke in unknown tongues as they were filled, as the Bible says, with the Holy Spirit. But can I tell you, Pastor Keith, that the people in Oh, you can read it for yourself and in a state of difference. Uh, They weren't like they were before. I tell you, that was the one day they came out, uh, but when they went back, uh, they were different than when they started. Uh, But this morning, uh, you heard Pastor Keith read the text um, from Uh, centuries before and uh, landed on the people uh, for the people to witness. Uh, if you look back in history in the book of Numbers uh, and we find ourselves in chapter 11, we stumble upon the children of Israel as they are still uh, walking. Uh, Moses, how uh-huh, Moses is leading the people as God has instructed them, and they are in their usual state. What's the usual state, Pastor? I uh, well, I call that the state of continuous complaint. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. said so we know the story of how they were sad being slaves uh, and they were sad being free oh god oh god uh-huh. pessimistic, uh pessimistic over the past uh, and pessimistic about the future uh-huh that 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 that, that was them uh uh-huh. but but can i raise the question this morning uh, uh, to my facebook family Can I raise the question this morning uh, to our people on the conference call line? Uh Uh-huh, you all don't have to touch nobody, you don't have to look at anybody, you don't have to say anything, but isn't that just like us? Uh Uh-huh, yeah, 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 We, 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 we are in a constant state of complaint. Something. Oh yeah, we can be. No, no matter, no matter how many times uh, the Lord rescues, uh, no matter how many times the Lord yields, uh, no matter how many times the Lord delivers, uh, brings you out of your mess, uh, raises you up, uh, places your feet on solid ground. Uh, we still find something to. Collect. of Israel mm-hmm. never did, never did. Pastor Keith, read it. You you can read through the the journey, and they would be alright for a short time, and they go right back to complaining. And I just want to say, doesn't it, it, it seems like the same thing can happen for us? Um, it, it seems like they just complain just for the sake of complaining. Ah oh, yeah yeah yeah. Do, do you know? Do you all know any people that's like that? Hmm hmm. I, I I give you one and a half seconds, and I bet you could come up with somebody that you've run into. That are, that are just like the children of Israel, just like we are. We don't, it doesn't take long for, for before the complaints and the negativity just come streaming to your thoughts. Uh-huh, yeah, 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 uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it seems like it's easier to complain than to be happy. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what we call people like that? They have a, Complaining spirit, uh, yeah, yeah. That that spirit of just nothing ain't ever right. Uh, this time, this time they, they they complained. They they complained about the food. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They, they they were sick of manna, sick of manna, and now they. I'm telling you all, they are out in the wilderness, and God fed them day. By day, but but now they decide they want some meat, uh, and, and the story goes on to how God answered that. Uh, uh, but 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 after a while, after a while, the, the grumbling and the complaining became too much for Moses. Uh, I, I I can just imagine that he probably would see him coming and turn around and go back in his tent uh, because he knew. Uh, and here comes somebody else with another complaint and so, and so as, as it got to be too much of a burden uh, God, uh, uh, Moses what I'm talking about this morning. I know what I'm talking about, but 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 the, but the good news this morning is that God acknowledged Moses' complaint and gave him a solution to his problem. Oh, don't you love it when God offers a solution? We, we find in chapter 11, beginning at verse number 16, that God tells Moses, he says, I want you to pick out 70 elders, and why he's picking out these 70 elders is because they're going to become leaders to give Moses a helping hand. These men, these men will help Moses keep the people in line, help to keep the people together, help it so that Moses don't have to hear the yin and the yang and the complaints and the negativity in his ear, twenty four seven. Ah, you all know that'll get on the best of us. Uh, they'll get on on our nerves. Uh, it was somebody else to help to carry uh, the load of leadership. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It goes to show us here. If, if if I just had time to talk about it, uh, that, that that God never designed leadership uh, to be done in isolation. Uh, they're never to be done as the The Lone Ranger, but it was to be shared amongst other people. It had to be hard. It had to be hard on Brother Moses as he was dealing with a bunch of whining and complaining people while they were out in the hot desert making their way for 40 years. To the Promised Land, and so seventy men, seventy men were selected, and they met Moses in the tabernacle. Now, while while the elders were in the tabernacle, the the Bible goes on to tell us that Moses stationed them around the room. They were in the place around the place. The Bible says that even in that time, the Lord came down in a cloud and spoke to Moses, men and women of God. Uh, he's a prayer way, even, 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 uh, despite our conduct unbecoming, that God is not slack concerning his promise. Uh, and I'm glad about that this morning, uh, because if we look back in the text uh, and we go to verse number 23, the Lord says to Moses, uh, has my arm lost its power? Hallelujah. Now, he says, now you will see whether or not my word comes true. And then in, in verse number 25, in the B clause in the text, it says that then the Lord gave the 70 elders the same spirit. Y'all got to catch that. The same spirit. Spirit that was upon Moses. And when the Spirit rested upon them, they began to prophesy. Oh, people of God, people of God, people of God, we want you to recognize the uniqueness of the gift that God poured out on the elders that day. It was a such a unique gift. It was such a unique situation. The Bible says that it happened that one time and that was it. It was a one and done kind of situation. Sometimes God doesn't do the same thing more than one time. But in that situation, one and done, it happened It was over, it was done, but it left a lasting impression on the hearts and minds of the people. You see, Pastor Keith has talked about it when he read it from the Tree of Life translation. Because in Hebrew, can I break it down for you just a little bit, in Hebrew the word for when? But you sure will know That it's out there How many of you have heard the wind blowing And went to the window To see what in the world Was happening outside Have you ever experience, yeah. but there will be a witness uh, as to the change that takes place uh, in our lives uh, and most importantly, uh, in each of our hearts. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad about it this morning. Second thing, uh, the second thing I'm going to tell you, uh, first I told you that it will not uh, be ignored. Uh-huh, yeah. Then the second thing I'm going to tell you is this, Pastor Keith, uh, and that is he will pick uh, Whom he chooses... To rest upon us Oh yeah, uh, yeah yeah, yeah. I, I know that sounds disappointing to some of you uh, I, I, I know it does uh, But in other words I want to tell somebody this morning um, That he is no respecter Of persons uh, uh, God will pour out his spirit uh, uh, Not just on the people We approve of uh, right. Oh God not just the people uh, That we vote for yeah. Not just the people uh, who look like us uh, Not just the people That are in our church, uh, and not just the people uh, who who live in our community, uh, not just the people who in my family got my last name, uh, not just the people who are in high status, uh, those who are most educated, uh, and those who make the most money. uh, I'm glad about it this morning uh, because the Spirit of the Lord. uh, means, let me tell you, let me help you out, that means that you don't have to be jealous, you don't have to be envious of the spirit that anybody else has, oh God, Uh You you see, we have a tendency to believe sometimes that some people, their spirit is better than your spirit. Now now, 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 sometimes people do have a different kind of spirit I'm not talking about the Holy Spirit I'm talking about a different kind of spirit Uh, But but when we have the Spirit of God You don't have to be upset um, About the spirit that somebody else carries Um, so, So can I tell you You can stop rolling your eyes You can stop rolling your eyes at people Who you think uh, they think that they're better than you. Uh, no. no we're, we're done with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're done with that. Uh-huh. There's no room, there's no need for jealousy and envy about the Spirit. But I'm going to give you something to think about. See, because maybe, maybe that person who you think that they think are better than you, uh-huh, that may- maybe that person has asked God to help them, To use the power that he has given them. Uh, Maybe they have taken time uh, to cultivate, uh, to elevate, uh, and to maturate uh, the gift God has placed uh, within them. Yes, maybe. I'm just putting out a suppose they did kind of a situation. Uh, You see, in our passages this morning, uh, we see that two of the elders... uh, Two of the elders stayed back at the camp instead of being in the tabernacle. One was Eldad, a high whose name means God has loved, and the other one was Medad, which means today (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> comes, church, when the Spirit comes, it shall, he shall have and possess unlimited power. Oh, I believe the 21st century could use another indwelling, another fulfilling of the Spirit of God on this land. First, we were battling Uh, The COVID-19 situation. Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was tough. And it still is tough. Uh, There were losses. There still will be losses. Uh, There was quarantine. There still will be quarantine. But if the spirit of the living God. Oh God, would fall fresh, would fall fresh upon the hearts of your people. Oh God. And maybe, maybe, maybe the, the, the noise about getting back out and starting things as usual would quiet and calm down. Maybe, just maybe, Pastor Keith, people would, would see that God was still at work and he was doing something to help benefit us in the long run. Maybe, maybe, maybe he's just trying to wake up the church. Just like in the book of Acts where the Spirit came and it started the church. Maybe if we had a, a, a fulfilling and a refilling of the Spirit of God on the people of God and the house of God. Hallelujah. Maybe as we move forward, we too would understand the power that it brings. And the change that could come as a result. I bless you all this morning. I thank you. I bless you and I thank you for listening to the word as God has given utterance this morning. That when the spirit comes on that day, when the spirit comes, our lives are never the same. We will not be the same.